Welcome to the 20th episode of the Motorsports and Driver Development Show. Can you believe we've made it to 20 episodes? Yep. Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> um, we started this as sort of a quarantine project just to keep people thinking about rally when we couldn't race. But we can race again now and we've just kept it going. We've had, gotten to have a lot of really cool conversations and we feel like there's still some great conversations to be had. So we'll keep it up for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have a great guest on tap today. But first, what's going on? Wow, the Winter Series is what's new. We just announced that. Registration will be open. Registration will open on Monday, October 12th at 7 p.m. Pacific. So this race is a four race series. This series is a four race series. Yeah, this, mm-hmm. this particular series <laughs> is four races long. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the initial package that we're offering mm-hmm. is a package deal for all four races. So, Where are they going to be held? Dirtfish. Yeah, we're doing all four events at Dirtfish. It's a great venue and a great surface for winter racing. It is. And uh, what else is going to be great about this? for race series <laughs> is that it's going to be uh, for the competitors it's going to be a run only mm-hmm. we are going to have people uh, working the course uh, paid workers for that uh, so that you don't have to put on 50 pounds of rain gear and thermals to get out there work the course just to have to strip back down have your feet all wet and race so um, if you work in the morning, you don't have to stay the whole day. If you race in the morning, you if don't you have race. to stay the whole day. <laughs> yes, if you race in the morning, you don't have to stay the whole day. If you race in the afternoon, you don't have to get up at the crack of dawn. You can get up a little later, uh, show up for the later tech session, and run and go home. Uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, Nate and I will put together four different courses, so each event will have a different course. Um, so it'll be a lot of fun. Try and throw a little variety in there for you guys. Yeah, yeah. We um, we heard your guys' feedback throughout the season that you really would have preferred to be able to buy a package for all of the event registrations versus having to sign up for them individually. So we're giving it a whirl with this mini series and we'll sell this as a package registration. On Monday the 12th, we will open registration and at that time you'll be able to sign up for all four events. The total package price is $480, so it's $120 per event. It's a little bit more than our standard events because we are bringing out course workers, so you just show up and race, and so the extra cost is just to cover the workers. Um, If we don't sell out the packages, we will offer individual event registration, which will open on Monday, October 19th. So that's sort of a, a tentative. If we still have spots left, then you can sign up for individual events. Um, so we'll see how it goes. We're really looking forward to having the series. 2020 has been a unique year and it just really feels like we want to end it on a high note, go into the year with, go into the new year, doing some fun things. So it's totally worth not having the normal off season and instead just, just doing some racing. Yeah, absolutely. So I definitely think it'll be a lot of fun. So if you want to be one of those workers 
Um, how does one go about doing that? Yeah, that's a great question. So if you are doing off-season projects or you just can't commit to all four events, you can apply to be a course worker. We would love to have experienced rallycrossers and autocrossers out there just so we have a good solid crew. Um, and to do that, we have a link. Um, I'll just have to link it in the show notes, but we have a link to the application. Um, as we said, it is a paid position. These are not volunteer positions. So we're really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be really fun. So, all right, shifting gears. Today on the show, we have Rob Cressy, who is the founder of Bacon Sports. And he has a great elevator pitch right when we start off with the interview about what Bacon Sports does. But he's basically a social media and marketing expert. And we brought him on to talk about how to build your own social media presence. We know that a lot of you ask us about sponsorship and how to how to get sponsors. And a big part of sponsorship is really having an engaged community online and in person. I would say most people have a great engaged rally community in person. So that's not as, that's not as challenging, but the online part is a little bit harder. So he just has a great mix of tactical advice, how to just sit down and make it happen. But he also combines it with this, um, I mean, he's just so inspirational. Just really no BS. Yeah, no nonsense. No nonsense. Get out there, tell your story. It's your obligation. It's your duty to the world. And it's it's really quite wonderful. He's just such a he's such a fun guy. So that's it. That's our that's our intro. Hope you enjoy the episode with Rob. Um, if you want to follow along with our series, if you want to sign up for the 2020 Winter Rallycross series, um, you can find all of that on our website our website is nwrallyassociation.com or mod racing mod is spelled m-o-d-d it's an acronym for motorsports and driver development we're on instagram and facebook northwest rally association and mod racing and if you like the show and you wanted to show up in the search results for other people who maybe would find a podcast about rally and other things interesting be sure to leave us a rating and a review thanks for tuning in and enjoy the show Welcome to the Motorsports and Driver Development Show. My name is Katie. And I'm Keto. And today we are joined with Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. Thanks for being here. Super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Of course. It is our pleasure. Um, let's just start at the very beginning. What is Bacon Sports? Uh, aside from two of the greatest things in the world, uh, I have turned a sports comedy blog into a sports content studio that specializes in content creation and fan engagement. So we help brands, companies, teams, leagues use podcasts, video, live streaming, and social media marketing to better build their brand and engage fans. Love it. Um, right then and there, I feel like that's lesson number one, just being able to really amazingly describe what it is that you do and who you are. But I did not know that your original blog was a sports comedy blog. So I'll give you the quick uh, clip notes on this. So bacon sports is a manifestation of my dreams. My background is actually in digital advertising sales, which I did for seven years. I was very successful at, but I didn't wake up every day looking forward to slinging banner ads and text links. We've all been Peter at office space at some point where you dream about doing this thing. And I kept hearing, follow your passion, follow your passion. And I knew as I looked at the sports landscape 
that one, I belonged and I was as good or better than all the content I was seeing. Everything was very homogenous. It was aggregator, like copy, paste, insert what's on ESPN or Deadspin. And I'm like, I'm way more creative than that. So I taught myself, um, Photoshop, audio and video editing, social media marketing, throwing events, apparel, WordPress, SEO, everything that you can think of. And I finally got to a point where I said, I'd regret it for the rest of my life if I didn't give it a shot at making my dreams happen. So I left a multiple six-figure job, cut the cord to live my dreams and overnight made $0. And it's the best decision I've ever made. (laughs) That is exactly how it works. That's awesome. I love it. I love that you put your own spin on sports media. I just, I totally agree. We have you on the show today to talk kind of specifically about just social media and branding and like building your community. And the the impetus, is that the right word for this? Is really that we get a lot of questions about going after sponsorship. So if you are out racing your car, it is not a cheap hobby and sponsorship is a really great way to offset that cost. But when we talk about adding value to someone who's providing sponsorship to you, it's so much more than just putting a sticker on a car or having a banner out there or whatever it might be. And it's so much more about the community that you build in person and the community that you build online so that this brand gets really good representation. And the building blocks of that is just starting small and starting somewhere. And so I would love it if you would just give us social media one-on-one for someone who wants to like start out. So there's a lot that we can do and I want to make this as tactical as possible so that when you listen to this, you can actually take action items. I also think on your end, if you have specific questions where you say, Rob, we have a scenario here, what can you do? Because you've already said in just a matter of three sentences, I could talk for 10 hours on uh, word of mouth. So I think the framing of bacon sports is important because I am a bootstrapped entrepreneur who started at zero and said, I have no knowledge of how to do this. Seven years ago, I did not know how to do anything that I'm doing right now. I'm completely self-taught because I'm driven. I knew what I wanted and I was going to build the world in my image. So I'll talk first about the word of mouth because this is just marketing and branding 101. So I was watching Shark Tank one day and Mark Cuban was telling a woman why he was not going to invest in her company. And it's something that I'll never forget. He said, I don't believe you're willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. And I was like, whoa, and is extremely candid. So relate this back to me at Bacon Sports. So for the first three years of my company, I was building a sports blog on a publisher model, which has since evolved. But I organically grassroots built my community. And you know how I did that? I went to Vistaprint and I printed out cards, 500 of them. And anytime I saw someone wearing sports, hat, jersey, t-shirt, anything, I would go up to them and say, hey, what's up? I'm Rob. I run a company bacon sports. I see you're rocking a Cubs hat. Boom, I get down with the Cubs, whatever. But here's the thing. It's not easy to go up to strangers and just talk to them. So... I know so many times I would be sitting on the train going somewhere. I live in Chicago and I would notice someone rocking a hat. And the first thing that it would say in my head would go, you should go and talk to them. The second thing that would say in my head was, you don't want to talk to them. They don't know who you are. They're a stranger. You can just not do this. Don't worry about this. And it's what I call my bitch voice, the self-limiting belief 
that tells you why you cannot do things. So it's just screaming at me, telling me why I would not do it. And oftentimes what would happen is I'm playing a game of me versus the train because if this guy leaves the train and I don't talk to him, then all of a sudden I've got an internal debate with myself. So eventually what will happen is I would, I would have the Mark Cuban quote pop into my head and it would say, Rob, are you willing to do whatever it takes to succeed? And I was like, damn it. You kidding me? I was like, what's up, man? My name is Rob. I run a company called Bacon Sports. I want to give you some dap for your hat. Boom. I'm in and out in less than a minute. Give him the card. Boom. He gets off the train. I do my thing. But guess how many times I did that? I'm guessing over a thousand, two thousand times. And your best marketing will always be your own mouth. So do not underestimate your power of self-promotion. And that is how you organically build a community because guess what? I would go to a Cubs game or Lollapalooza or I'll be in Pittsburgh. I'll be in Seattle. Who knows where? But guess what? I'm not stopping doing this. And the number of people who would then like Bacon Sports on Facebook because they met this guy named Rob who was pretty cool and then they saw the content that we were creating consistently on social media and were like, wait a second. I'm like the people who are a part of this community. And it all started because I created a personal touch point with them. And guess who is not willing to do that? 99.9% of people and companies, because I already told you why it's difficult, because I do it and it's difficult for me. So don't listen to your bitch voice and just go talk to people. But it's extremely relevant because now we're going to talk about the digital thing because I know one thing we want to talk about is getting started in creating content. Mm -hmm. So, so often getting started is the hardest part, taking that first step. So for me, once I decide to take that first step to talk to that guy, I'm good. I've got no problem with it. But it's while you're just sitting there thinking about yourself. And I know one area where people run into this the most is on video. For me, one social media tip, and I'm going to give a ton, so I highly recommend you take notes during this because there's going to be a lot of value here. You want to get comfortable being on video. Why? Because one, the platforms give you more organic reach. Two, you can build more of a relationship because you can hear us and see us and feel our emotion right now. You rinse and repeat that, you're going to get a feel for who we are pretty quickly. And number three, Guess who is not willing to go on video more, more likely? Your competition and everyone else. Why? Because they say, Rob, I've never been on video. I don't have the equipment. I don't have the time. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the resources. They're going to give you every excuse why. But guess what? You are going to be someone who says, I don't think about the self-limiting beliefs because I've got this vision in my head of what I want to accomplish. And if I want to land this amazing sponsor down the road, well, I've got to get comfortable being uncomfortable And a way to do that is to get on video. So here's a tactical way for how you can easily get on video. And it's something that you'll see on LinkedIn often. And I actually teach this to a lot of my clients and people that I work with. They say, Rob, how in the world do I get good on video? And I say, I want you to take your phone and I want you to record a video that says, hi, my name is Rob and this is my first video. I don't feel comfortable doing this and I don't even know what to talk about. But this awesome dude, Rob over here said, if I get comfortable being on video, then good things are going to happen. So I just wanted to say hi to everyone in the community. We would love to hear from you. Drop something in the comments. 
boom, you throw that up on LinkedIn and say, this is my first video. And then guess what's going to happen? You're going to get an overwhelming pouring of support from the community who says, oh my God, that is amazing. I've never created a video before. Can you show me how you just did that? And all of a sudden, you're going to be like, wait a second. I just created my first video and people are now asking me what to do to create my first video. And it is literally as simple as that because what we allow to stop us so often is these monsters in our head that say why we cannot do things. It's fear. It's fear of looking dumb or ridicule or I don't know what I'm going to say. But guess what? Nothing great ever came from your comfort zone. And I also heard this great quote from Jamie Foxx. You know what's on the other side of fear? Nothing. There, there isn't. Like when you post that video, that immediately goes away. There is nothing on the other side of it. And if you want to dig deeper on the whole fear and overcoming obstacles, uh, read the book Obstacle is the Way by Ryan Holiday. It's around Stoke philosophy. It's one of the greatest books I've ever read in my life. So if you post that first video, you're going to say, wow, that wasn't so bad. And people kind of liked it. Then I would be like, here's what I want you to do. I want you to set a timer for 15 minutes or 30 minutes. And I want you to write down as many videos, many ideas as you can for topics of videos that you want to talk about. Because what do people say? I don't know what to talk about. So the way that we're going to throw that in the trash is we're going to spend 30 minutes brainstorming. So now when you're like, Rob told me I got to create a second video. What do I talk about? You go over to that list and you look at number seven and it's like, wow, that's a good one right there. I'm going to talk about this. Rinse and repeat until that entire list is done. Rinse and repeat that entire process over again. So I have a question for you. <clears throat> you talked about posting videos on the on platforms. Do you think that it's beneficial to be on as many platforms or do you think it's a better idea to like be on specific platforms and would that cover across, you know, anyone, no matter what they're trying to do in sports or, you know. It's, it's a great question. So multiple answers to this. Number one, when just getting started, always remember this, one is greater than zero. So a lot of people will give the advice of you need to be everywhere. I'm everywhere because I can handle being everywhere. You want to be where your audience is, number one, and number two, where you're most active. If you're not on Snapchat right now, I don't want you going to create Snapchat content because you think you have to do it. In starting, what we want to do is build momentum. So the best way that you can build momentum is do one thing. So I would say, can you create one piece of content a day or one piece of content a week on one platform? And then once you get comfortable with that, where you say, hey, Rob, I've been able to create one piece of content a week for the last month on Instagram. I think I'm ready to make that number two. Well, great. Now we're working on the quantity side of building your brand. So there's a few different steps that you need to get to in order to be everywhere. But the first step is just saying, let me commit. Because this is something that I say to people who are interested in podcasting. A lot of them are like, I love having an idea of a podcast, but they're not ready to execute it. So I say, are you interested or are you committed? Because people who are interested say, Rob, I've thought about this for the last two years. That's just a pipe dream. The people who are committed say, Rob, I'm launching this podcast by the end of the year. No matter what, can you help me? 
I can help that person because they are going to make it happen. So do the same for your social media marketing. Commit to yourself and just like you would do for your daily goals or tasks that you need to accomplish, put it in there. I am going to post once a week this week on social media on Instagram. Boom. Check that off. And then all of a sudden you're going to be like, oh my God, I can do this. <laughs> that brings up a, an interesting uh, question that I have. You know, there's a lot of people who end up getting, you know, maybe like 2,000, you know, 1,500 followers <clears throat> from doing a process like that where they post every day, put up content that they think is interesting but it sort of plateaus and then they, they, they sit there and, you know, I see it myself through a lot of people I follow and it just, you know, even though they're posting pretty regularly, it's still just sort of plateaus for people like that. Like, you know, how, you know, what would your advice be to get like over that hump, you know, to continue on and, you know, what if your goals like 10 pounds? Great question. So one word, patience, what you can control is the process. What you cannot control is the timeline. In this, we can pull different levers. One thing I would say is, cool, you want to get um, more followers. How about you create more content? Because that gives you more opportunities for more people to find it. I would also say, all right, well, how about you do some more outbound engagement? Go find other um, accounts that are similar to the audience that you want and go and comment on them. And then I would say, well, what are you doing to drive other people from your platforms to that one? What does your email newsletter look like? Are you doing a podcast? Do you have video? Are you doing videos? So it's not a one size fits all answer because there's a lot of things that contribute to why an account grows. But at the same time, I will say this, always remember there is a silent majority in a vocal minority. So I'll even look at how I consume your content, Katie. I consistently uh, consume your content. I'm not always going to comment, comment on everything that I see, but I like to follow you and your dogs and what you guys are doing from a business perspective. But is what is the value in me doing that? If you're showing up day after day after day, what you're doing is adding value to me, the community. Of course, we want to grow that but I'm more likely to tell more people the more engaged I am in your community. So you can't let the lack of growth stop you from realizing that you have the opportunity to positively impact one person every single day. And you can't control who that's going to be, but what you can control is showing up. And the more often that you can consistently do it and consistently do it, you're going to win. And remember, Brands and relationships are not built overnight. I think one of the fallacies of social media marketing and brand building is we see influencers making tons of money and I should be one of them and I need to do this all very quickly. But you don't know the story of how they do that. I can tell you I've been building my brand in the bacon sports brand for the last seven years and it is hard as crap. It's nonstop and you're always, you're always doing something but I say that in the best way possible because you know what I'm not doing right now? Slinging banner ads and text links. I'm building my own brand, not doing something that I hated for someone else. So the best way that you can build your brand is to one, love your brand. And number two, uh, I want to reframe something that you said in terms of, I create something that's interesting. I want you to reframe that to 
you create something that can deliver value for someone else because so often you may need to look at your own content. Is it for you that you're creating it or are you creating it for someone else where all of a sudden they can get something out of it? And it doesn't mean that everything has to be educational because for you guys, I would love to see behind the scenes of race day. I know Katie, you do a phenomenal job of being very open and transparent about everything that's going on in your world. And it's why I like you guys and doing that does deliver value for me because it inspires me because I see you on your hustle, doing your thing, helping people put on races and doing amazing things. So there is value in that as opposed to being self-serving and posting a picture of a chicken sandwich. That's just two different ways where you can post something. One doesn't deliver value, but is a little bit more about you all the way up to, Hey, let me teach you how to, to change a tire faster. Holy smokes. Thank you very much for that. Like these are simple things that you can do if you just be a little bit more intentional about what you're creating. Yeah. You mentioned something that I kind of want to call out here because if you are a relatively new competitive driver, you might think I don't have anything to offer. And one thing that I try and remind people of all the time is most people do not get out and race cars on the weekend. Like when you get out and you showcase like I had something I really wanted to go after. I got here. I'm showing up to race weekend. I'm making it happen. Like the thing you can offer people sometimes is just a bit of inspiration and the idea that like, that's something they can do too. So really getting like understanding the value that you have to offer may not be necessarily teaching someone right away. It could be just giving them something to look up to. It could be getting them excited about something. Remember, everything you do is an opportunity to create a positive brand interaction. So one thing that I've been extremely successful at is I'm very consistent on LinkedIn at posting content and videos. And you know what I hear all the time? Rob, you are always in my feed. Every time I go to LinkedIn, you are there. Well, it's no extra effort on my end to do this. You know what I'm doing? I am showing up. So I see the opportunity to create a positive brand interaction by being like, hey, today's going to be a great day. And then a picture of my dog and then some stuff with some podcasts. And hey, let me help some other people. And you can create a narrative just by doing. You're now better than everybody else who is not doing. So when thinking about the building of your brand, if you're struggling on the how do I grow or how do I even get started, I want you to start building the muscle of creating more consistently. It doesn't have to be the the most polished. I actually prefer unpolished. I love when you just sit there with your phone and you're like, hey, what's up? I just woke up in the morning, but I just want to send you some good vibes. And people are going to be like, thanks, Rob. I really appreciate that because little do I know that they had a bad day at work yesterday and I was a positive light for them. So now if we start to think about this within the rally community, you have the opportunity to one, differentiate yourself from everybody else who is either one, not doing anything, or two, you be you. Nobody else is like you. So embrace you to where all of a sudden I'm like, wow, I really love what Katie's doing because she's different from all the other racers that I see out there. And you have so much knowledge that is inside of you that you need to get out. And I remember when I was the MC of a marketing conference in New York and a woman stood up and there's a Q&A and she asked a question. She goes, why would anybody want to care what I have to say on a podcast? And the answer was, 
if you have something inside of you that can help even one person, it should be your duty to share it with the world. Well, now let's take this to the rally world. If you have something inside of you about racing, about your brand, about your journey that can inspire, educate, or entertain one other person, well, guess what? It should be your duty to do it because I'm very thankful when I see Katie talking about her dogs because it makes my dog better. My dog better makes my day better. (laughs) It might make your dog better too. Who knows? (laughs) Right. Um, I think the thing that, that, frustrates me just about this is about rally specifically but i'm sure it exists in other sports is that the people putting out content are people who are putting out really polished pictures and videos they're edited they have sort of a branding strategy they're the big brands that have marketing teams behind them and i'm a runner i love that in the running community there's all these like people who are just everyday folks who have solid followings because they're just showing what it's like to be an everyday runner trying to make the Olympic trials or just trying to run their first marathon or whatever it might be. And I think that's something that rally really lacks is just your like everyday person who's doing something really fucking awesome. Well, you know what I love about that is it's relatable that people who work with me, one of the things that we wanted to work on was creating something called team relatable dude. And what is that? I'm just an extremely relatable person. I've got no problem putting the camera on me when I wake up or when I go to bed, if something good happens, if something bad happens, because I can relate more to someone who's real than I can polish. And so often people focus on the polish and not the process. And what I mean by this is what stops them from creating is, I don't know, after effects. I don't have little zoomy things going around all over the place. When what they fail to realize is you being you and letting your personality shine or your, your brand voice or your perspective, that is actually the thing. And I actually prefer unproduced content because it's how we all get down. And there is a time and a place later on down the road for polished content. And I create content for a living. And even I am not to the level of a lot of the brands that you see. I can certainly create it, my team and I, but if you look at the content that I create myself, it is as raw and as authentic as it gets because I'm more concerned about the process of posting it than I am this polished, beautiful thing. Yeah. And so you give the great advice of, if you're gonna, if you wanna put video out, take 15, 30 minutes, (laughs) write down a whole bunch of topics so that you have them ready when you're ready to make a video. Can you talk a little bit about other ways if you're stuck, you don't know, like I want to post on Instagram, but I don't have a photo or like, I don't really know what to post about today. Like what are some ways that people can be thoughtful about really either putting out content that is helpful to someone or just creating something that's exciting to them? One word and you just said it thoughtful. What I need you to do is to be thoughtful about your strategy because you also mentioned, oh, these companies have a brand strategy. Well, if you're ever going to be one of those companies who has a brand strategy, what do you think you need to have? A brand strategy. So what I want you to do is to write your stuff down. So this is something that I teach. Um, I'll keep this simple. So 
I want you to, once again, set aside time. Why do we set aside time? Because it's a very easy thing to quantify. You can set a timer for 30 minutes or an hour, boom, knock it down instead of, oh my God, I got to create all these ideas in the world. So make this simple on yourself. So what I want you to do is create these things that I call content buckets, five to 10 things about you or your brand that you want to post about consistently. And the origin of this is, you know, where a lot of companies fail, all their social media marketing is, is buy what I'm selling, buy what I'm selling. We've seen that so many times. And it's like, yeah, I get it. I'm not on social media to only buy your product and it lacks brand voice and it lacks when you go through your feed, there's rally videos and there's pictures of dogs and people on vacation and there's politics stuff and there's football. And you're telling me that your buy what I'm selling is going to stand out? No, 0%. That's the worst content possible if that's the only content. So what I want you to do is to holistically think about your brand and what is it that you talk about. So for example, we can take my brand. I'm very diverse in what I do. So I like to talk about personal development. I like to talk about mindset. I like to talk about habits and routines. I like to talk about sports. I like to talk about content creation. I talk about sports betting. I talk about fantasy sports. I talk about fitness and running and working out. And I also talk about my family, my wife and my dog. And I also talk about the podcasts and content that I create. Those are 10 different things right there. So if I just wrote those 10 different things down and then you go at the first of the month or the first of every week and you say, all right, let me look ahead and see what I can schedule out because the challenge people run into is it's Thursday and I want a piece, I want to post a piece of content on Thursday, but I haven't done so yet and I don't know what to create. You know when it's a lot easier to create content for Thursday? On Monday. When you say, oh, Thursday's throwback Thursday. Let me get a picture from when I was a little lowercase g rally car rider, riding my little dirt bike everywhere. Boom. Now all of a sudden you're thinking forward because where people run into issues is they're not in a position of strength. They're, they're in scarcity mindset. Oh my God, I got to figure this out and I don't know what to do and I don't have enough time and I'm new to all of this. Remember this, uncertainty leads to inaction. When you don't know what you're doing, you're less likely to move forward because I'm just not certain on what to do. But if you woke up on Monday morning and said, oh, let me look at my 10 content buckets for the week. What am I going to post this week? And you're like, oh, Tuesday. You're like, I've actually got a great thing about mindset. Or Wednesday is whatever, rally Wednesdays. And you can even theme each day. And by doing that, all it does is it gives you a small amount of structure. So let's say we do rally Wednesdays. And on rally Wednesdays, you're like, well, now what in the world do I talk about? Well, what don't you talk about? All you have to do is say, give me something from the world of rally that you're going to talk about. And then all of a sudden, you're going to start getting excited because you're going to be like, man, I got this new uh, seat or who knows what, where you can say, guys, look at this cool thing that I just got. Boom, boom, boom. Welcome to Rally Wednesdays. And then Thursday gets there and you're like, I just read this new book about whatever Mario Andretti and how he started out on dirt tracks. Who knows? Like 
all of a sudden your world becomes a lot more filled in and colorful when you start with a starting point. And that's what a brand strategy becomes. So not only do you have your content buckets, but I also want you to write down your brand voice. And what is your brand voice? It is what you sound like online. What is your personality? So you can write down 10 to 15 characteristics of what you sound like online. Um, I am humorous, but not crude. I am loving, inclusive. Uh, I am energetic. I am positive. Um, I am sharp and I am forward thinking. So now you take these words that you wrote down about yourself. And now you take these content buckets that you wrote down and you're like, huh, I'm forward thinking and witty and it's rally Wednesday. You're like, maybe I'm going to share something that I learned, but I didn't know. And you sort of self-deprecate yourself in the name of, did you guys know there's a seatbelt in these cars? Holy (laughs) things like this. Now, all of a sudden your voice and tone is a little bit better. Well, why does this matter? Because guess what your content is going to be? It's going to be better because one of the questions you could have asked me is, Rob, what do we write for the captions? Well, we know what you sound like and we know what we're going to talk about now. So now how about you just fill it in for me from there? Does that make sense? Absolutely. Okay. First of all, Rally Wednesday has to be a thing now. Right. Yeah. Uh, Second, you know, you started talking about brand voice and brand strategy. And for someone who is new to social media, that might be a little bit intimidating. So I'm going to share an example from an earlier podcast episode we did with Chad and Christy Berg. They have their rally team and it's a family rally team. And they clearly had thought about their own brand and what it was. And they just said, you know, we're a family. We're getting into the sport of rally. We're going to try and get better. Like come along with us. It doesn't have to be super complicated. You don't have to um, over-engineer it. Like it's okay to be super simple and be like, this is what I'm here to do. You mentioned it being thoughtful. That is a great thoughtful example. It's very family oriented. It's DIY. It's like, Hey, this is who we are. But I really want to hammer home the importance of this because it's about intention and this doesn't have to be hard. If you, if you did nothing else except for one hour at some point after listening to this, you said, I'm going to write down what my brand is about and who I am. I don't care if there's brand voice. I don't care if there's content buckets. I need you to take what's in your head and put it on a piece of paper. And you know why I want that? Because guess what you can do? You can send the three of us that piece of paper and say, this is what my brand is. You can send that to the rest of your teammates. And you know what else you can do? You can wake up the next morning and you can read what your brand is. And then you can wake up the next morning and read what your brand is. And then you can do that for the next seven years like I have done. And there's a great book that's about this. It's called The Power of Consistency by a guy named Weldon Long. And what the book really talks about, and it's a fascinating book because this guy's life was a train wreck. It's how do you go from jail to being a millionaire? In not, in not those words, but that's pretty much the story. And it's about how he became consistent about his dreams. And the thing that stood out to me about it is we spend so much time in our lives planning so many things. But why is it that we spend so little time reading and thinking about our dreams consistently? Imagine what would happen for you if every morning you read Keto and Katie's dreams. This is what we're going for. This is what our rally team is going for. This is what my brand is going for. What do you think that would do for the fire inside of you? 
What do you think that would do for the ideas that you can create? But here's the problem. Most people don't spend the time to write down what it is they actually want for their dreams. And the same goes true for the building of your brand. And for me, once I read that, I then took action and I said, I'm going to write down what I want for my dreams. And as part of my morning good sequence, every single freaking morning, you know what I read? The power of consistency to my dreams. And I relive it. I relive it. Because the way you're going to get that sponsor and have that amazing content is by you continually telling yourself, I am that person who gets that sponsor. This might be super in the weeds, but it might be necessary to define content. Like for somebody who's really new, what are you talking about when you talk about a piece of content? I just want you to share anything. And that's a great question, by the way, because I don't want content to be intimidating. Oh my God, we got to create all of this different stuff. What if we reframed that? I'm big into reframing because uh, it allows you to think about things differently. A big game changer for me on my entrepreneurial journey was um, being a, a uh, solo entrepreneur, we wear a lot of hats. So one thing that wore me down was I love to create, but I have to sell to create and keep my business going. But guess what? I love to create number one. Selling is number two, three, four, but selling had to be number one. So I had this stigma in my head of, I just didn't enjoy selling, even though I'm great at it and I've done it my entire life. And we always heard about lead generation, right? You need to get more leads. Where are the leads? Talk to more people. And I realized, wait a second, lead gen is the thing that is bringing me, bringing me down. So you know what I reframed it to? Dream gen. My dreams are on the other side of me talking to the people that I need to connect with to get to where I want to go. And it's a very simple thing that lead generation bringing me down, call center, just dialing for dollars. Dream Gen says, wait a second, I don't know who's on this other line, but they could be the one. So let's reframe this to the content side of things. It's not content any longer. This is now your story. What if we call this storytelling? What if instead we say, what I want you to do is just to share a story today. What story are you going to tell? Is it going to be about your rally car? Is it going to be about what you're feeling? Is it going to be about the amazing race that you're going to go to? Whatever it is, just tell a story. I love it. Yeah, that's good advice. That is really good advice. Um, it's interesting that you kind of uh, tie it back to your work experience. And like there are parts, and I don't think a lot of people doing rally cross are thinking I'm going to be a professional rally cross driver. But if you do want to continue <clears throat> to advance, there are parts that you're going to have to do that maybe you won't love. And just being able to repackage them is a really great strategy. I love that. Yeah, just always remember what you're looking to accomplish because remember, all three of us, it's not always puppy dogs and rainbows every single day. The, the more you can fall in love with doing the things that you don't want to do, that is how you're going to succeed. Because guess who does not like to do the things and doesn't do them? Everybody else. You are going to become an outlier by saying, you know what? I am not um, very experienced at storytelling or using social media. But you know what? I'm going to learn and I'm going to get better. And I want to make sure that you are extremely cognizant of your language of what you say to yourself. Please do not say, 
I am not good on social media. I am not good at content because there is extreme power in the words of I am because you will start to believe it because you will almost tell people that you want to create content and storytelling for your brand. So you'll be out having a drink with someone. Hey, what's, what's going on? Tell me what's new. You're like, Oh, you know what? I, I would love to be able to try and get some sponsors, but I'm not great at content and I don't know anything about social. What you're doing is giving life to that. And not only are you thinking it, but you're speaking it. So now all of a sudden you're really putting it out into the world. But imagine if you said instead, I'm great at storytelling. I'm just learning or I'm improving at storytelling. I'm growing at storytelling. The framing of that allows you to say, I'm getting better in a non-judgment way. Okay. Whether these are from personal experience or just things you've seen, talk to us a little bit about common mistakes people make when they start, you know, from like going in too hard and trying to do too much or whatever. What are your thoughts there? Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> I mean, why is it that, that that acronym works all the time in every single area of our lives? It just, it just is. So start with one. Start with one post. It's all I need you to do if you say, I don't even know how to create one post. Here's what I want you to do. You can download a free app called Canva, C-A-N-V-A. And what it'll allow you to do is to create a graphic image. And you can put whatever you want in there. It's a simple text editor. You need zero experience whatsoever. Zero. All you got to do is go to the app store, download that. From there, it'll give you all of these different templates of something that you can create. And what it'll do is it'll allow you to create something that's visually appealing. Boom. Nice and simple. Just create something there. I don't care if it's one word. You can just put the word rally and make that your first post. And then in the caption, you say, I want to share with you why I love rally racing. And then boom, fill in that caption. That would actually be the second thing. You should spend more time on your captions than you think, because I want you to tell a story because I want to fall in love with your journey. And it's a very simple thing. Number two, I also have no idea what in the world to do. So I want you to take your phone and I just want you to take a picture of something. I don't care what it is. Is it your car? Is it your dog? Is it you? And I just want you to post it. Why are we doing that? Because what we want to do is build the muscle of you posting. So before we're even going to create good content, let's create bad content because no one remembers what they don't like. But we've got to build the consistency of you saying, all right, I'm working on my car right now. Maybe I'm going to have someone take a picture of me working under the hood. Maybe that would look good. So now you start to become a little bit more aware of the opportunities of where you can create content. So I don't need you to reinvent the wheel. All I need you to do is to say, huh, when I'm picking up some tools, could this be tool Tuesday? Oh, now let's talk about our favorite tools that we have. And if you're interested, we could probably very quickly create a five day a week schedule. So we just created tool Tuesday, rally Wednesdays. Um, on Mondays, you've got uh, motivation. What are some other things from your world that someone could do to share on a Monday? Motoring Monday. Like you went somewhere. Hmm? Or motors. Or motor. Yeah, you could just talk about your motor. 
This is okay. <laughs> motor or motoring Monday. Great. We are talking about motors, tools, Tuesday, rally, Wednesday, Thursday. It could be throwback Thursday. What are some other things in your world that could happen on a Thursday that are related to rally or the branding? I mean, Thursday, well, if you're doing your job right, Thursday is the day you're like loading up to go race so that you can leave on Friday, but that doesn't have a cute alliteration to it. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll make Thursdays behind the scenes then, because if we're getting ready and I'm sure we can pun this up and put some polish on it uh, because we got behind the scenes. So there's a T in the, so maybe that comes on Thursday. Um, so you can give it behind the scenes if you say, Hey, I'm about getting ready for my race right here. Uh, here's the one thing I never leave home without this water bottle. It was given to me by blah, blah, blah. Hey, what is something that you never leave home without? Yeah. Um, quick side note. You said, what are some things they need to know? If you want to get better at social media and storytelling, ask questions, mm -hmm. tell your story. Hey, I never leave home without this water bottle. I want to hear from you. What is one thing you never leave home without on race day? Boom. Because guess what? No one will ever answer a question that you do not ask. They, ju they just won't. That's true. And it's amazing. Things like that. People actually have good uh, tips. Right. Like, hey, what's your favorite? Like you. I mean, you've dropped so many favorite books. If we shared this episode and we're like, what are your favorite motivational books? People are going to have some. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay, so let's finish this. We've got Friday. Fridays are always a loose and fun day, fun Friday. So always be cognizant of the temperature in the room. You don't want something that's like super deep on a Friday because people are sitting there and it's noon and they're working and they're like, I'm already thinking about happy hour. So let's keep it light and fun on Fridays. What's something that we could do to name Fridays? Fast Fridays. There you go. Fast car. Fast Fridays. <laughs> So, and we might as well not leave off Saturday and Sunday because um, there are also days of the week where there are opportunities. Yeah. So on Saturday, what is usually the cadence of someone in rally? What are they doing? I mean, Saturday's race day. Saturday is race day. Or it's reprep. Yeah. Okay. So Saturday now becomes race day. On Saturdays, I want you to post one thing about your race. Is that before the race? Is that during the race? Or is it after the race? There are three opportunities right there on Saturdays. Cool. Now let's get to Sunday. What happens on Sundays? The rally hangover. It's the rally hangover. <laughs> Boom. Say hello to that. The rally hangover. So we've got Sunday fun day, but it's a rally hangover. So let's recap this because if someone wants to write this down, we have just created for you a social media strategy. So we have Monday, Motor. Motoring Monday or Motor Monday. We got Tools Tuesday. We got Rally Wednesday. We got Behind the Scenes Thursday. We've got Fast Friday. Fast. Fast Friday. We've got Race Day Saturday. And we got Rally Hangover on Sunday. Congratulations. We just created a written social media strategy for you. I love it. So the thing that always happens is post race day, there's a huge dump of photos because everybody got photos of them racing. People were taking pictures or photographers or whatever. And then like in the weeks after it kind of falls off and then we have a race day and then it builds back up. So just if there is anything that people hear out of all this, it's that you don't just have to post pictures of you racing your car. 
there's so much more that goes on. By the way, Tuesday instead of tools, it could be tip Tuesday. Either oh. way, because I don't know. Tool to me could be an actual like wrench and lug nut, or it could be tools to my trade. What are the things that make you successful as a rally driver? Hey, here's the things that I can't go without. So tips or tools on Tuesdays. Just wanted to add that because it popped in my head. That's great. I love oh, it. Yeah. So I am sure that we could talk to you for hours. I want to give you uh, just an opportunity. If there is anything we didn't touch on before we wrap up, do you have any final thoughts? Yeah. If you don't post one day or a bunch of days, what I want you to do is don't worry about the past. Focus on the future. And this is both for content in life. You can't do anything about the past. So if you went a month or a week without posting anything, cool. Chalk that up and say, you know what? I'm going to be better and go ahead and do it the next day. And this is very applicable to people when they want to go to the gym. They go for a week or two and then they stop and then they say, I can't go. And one day leads to two to three to four to five to seven to two months. So what I want you to do is to have the awareness to say, you know what? I recognize I wasn't the best that I could be, but today I can start building momentum and take that first action and post that first thing because it is a mindset that has served me so well in so many areas of my life because so many people allow the past to stop them from looking forward. But the type of people who we are and who listen to this or watch this we look through the forward, we look forward, not through the rearview mirror. Because people looking in the rearview mirror, they're not winning races. We are looking at the people who see that finish line and say, that is what I'm going for, and that is what I'm getting. So we give the same advice at our rally schools. I actually tell people take your rearview mirror and flip it up. Because if you think you hit a cone and got a penalty, who cares? It's in the past. You need to be looking ahead. So that's great advice. Very relatable. So good. Rob, thank you for bringing, you are a special blend of inspiration and social media know-how. It's always appreciated. Always love talking to you. Where can people find you online? Uh, you can hit me up on all social media platforms at Rob Cressy on LinkedIn. I'm super active on business, motivation, content, marketing, Instagram. You're going to get a behind the scenes of my life. On Twitter, I'm jamming about uh, the world of sports. I host a podcast called The Sports Marketing Huddle. So if you want to be better at marketing in the world of sports, what do I do? I bring on awesome people to talk about how are you building your brand's mindset, personal development, entrepreneurship. Um, you can check out BaconSports.com or RobCressy.com. I've got two different ways that you can get down and jam with me. Thank you. And awesome. just, just pro tip, I listened to the sports marketing huddle and I have learned so much. And that is how I found you. So. And let that actually be a lesson to why you should want to do storytelling because it is your opportunity to connect with people. Katie, we would not be doing this right now if I didn't at one point put myself out there to do a podcast. I had no idea how to do a podcast, zero. And then guess what? All of a sudden you somehow got into my world and then you hit me up and we started talking back and forth and you deliver value for me on a consistent basis. You guys inspire me. I love seeing the success that you're doing. And there's so much that can be created when you just put yourself out there because you never know. And that's the beauty of it.
That yep. is the beauty of it. That's right. All right. We'll end on that. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, thanks a lot. You're welcome. Thank you for having me.